You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. This is Primetime on Football Friday. 1080 The Fan. We're going to ring that championship bell. 60 minutes. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Ready? This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Friday. Uh, it is 5.09, running a little behind. Uh, the DVR segment is next. Not that many games to go through. There's only like 10 or 11 games this weekend. Yeah. And then Joey Harrington will join us to wrap up the game formerly known as the Civil War. We will ask him uh, if he has any major concerns about the Oregon program uh, moving forward. We'll do that at 5.30, and then we'll have the club and the whole thing. Uh, right now. Very big baseball news. Souk just uh, yeah, I'm a little bummed. Yeah, he just pointed this out, and we will. It's a late add to the hot five at five. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The hot five at five on prime time with Isaac and Souk. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The hot five at five with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Well, the Pac-12 championship game uh, is tonight. Yes, it is. Just about to get underway. The only one on tonight. And uh, I'm geeked. I'm a little bummed that we're on the air. I wish I was sitting at home watching this. And by, by all accounts, like people, are, I was listening to people talk that, you know, ah, did Utah's, uh, what are they playing for? And they were there last year. It's been a disappointing year. Utah? What are they playing for? It's a pack. Exactly. Like this idea that Utah isn't going to just be beyond fired up for this. And like, like maybe the most competitive man on the planet, Kyle Whittingham, aren't going to have his guys up. This was a hell of a game. Arguably the Pac-12 game of the year the first time they played. Last second, right? Two-point conversion. This is everything you could want. I am totally geeked for this game. Yeah, so they're playing it in Las Vegas, I think. Yes. And it's just about to get underway. So we'll keep you posted. USC wins. They're in the college football playoff. If yeah. they don't, well, then the Pac-12 gets uh, booted. So if you're just a general Pac-12 fan, I think you're rooting for USC. Um, unless you just can't stand the Trojans, then, you know, go Utes. A lot of teams rooting against USC. Yes. That want to get into that Want to get in. Namely, Ohio State. Number four. Maybe Alabama. Notre Dame quarterback Drew Pine and Texas A&M quarterback Haynes King have entered the transfer portal. Yeah. I mean, we have so... Are they good? Uh, well, the, the Notre Dame guy was 8-2 and two as a starter, so, you know, I, I don't know... This year? Yeah. What happened to him? Did he get benched? That's a great question. I mean, it doesn't really make a lot of sense that a guy who was... And he was given the reins second after their 0-2 start, so, yes. like, he did really well. Not sure why you'd want to leave, but he's going to be a hot commodity for somebody. So yeah. he was... He's their starting he quarterback? He's their starting and quarterback. he's got three years of eligibility left. Yes. Oh, damn. So if Oregon plays them in the bowl game, they, they're on their backup... Yes. Yeah. 
Or Oregon State or whomever. They both would be because they could play. But, you know, who knows? This could be, you know, he's looking for more money elsewhere. You know, it could be that he went there because of Brian Kelly and now he doesn't like the way the offense is heading. Who knows? Uh, he doesn't also, like the cold weather. I, Washington State linebacker uh, Travion Brown, um, he has entered the transfer portal. Just get ready. It's just one after the other. The, the transfer portal will become as, as big a deal in college football as any aspect of it. I mean, USC proved you can revamp your roster, and if you're a player at a smaller school and you're looking for another opportunity, it's it's going to be there for you. Here's your Friday NFL injury update. Matt Stafford has cleared concussion protocol, but they are saying he will not play against the Seahawks on Sunday. A lot of talk that he just is going to get shut down for the year. He's got I mean, a, the Rams are done. He's got a neck thing, and you know, there's just there's no reason for him. Seahawks to, in a teaser. <laughs> no reason to, to rush him back. It's not a bad idea. Uh, Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon both listed questionable for the Bengals as they host the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I've, at least from some of the scuttlebutt you're reading about, I think Chase more likely to go than uh, Mixon. Najee Harris cleared, but T.J. Watt questionable for the Steelers as they take on the Falcons. He's got a rib issue. Mike Williams is out again for the Chargers, as well as offensive lineman uh, Trey Pinkins and Corey Lindsley. So we want the Chargers to get healthy. They are not getting healthy. They never get healthy. <laughs> they really don't. They don't. It's them and the 49ers just number two, number two, injury problems throughout. Number two. Thorns coach Rianne Wilkinson has resigned. Uh, she could not keep her hands off one of the players. Yeah. She's, she's saying that she had Well, a, I mean, it was a mutual relationship. Yes. And they said that they... They said they only explored but never actually did anything with the relationship. They reported it to the team. There was an investigation. The investigation cleared them of any wrongdoing, but you know we know how those investigations go. But supposedly the what, what did her in was the, the teammates were not comfortable with this. She said she lost the locker room, and at that point she just decided in everyone's best interest that it was time to go. And the Thorns just cannot stay out of the headlines for all the wrong reasons. Uh, for Team USA, Christian Pulisic cleared to play. He will play tomorrow against Netherlands. USA! USA! 7 a.m. for that game. Uh, round of 16, the World Cup. And the Blazers lose Nasir Little six weeks. He has a mild, mild femoral, femoral fracture. Femoral head fracture, I think. Impactful. Impactful. Minor. <laughs> They're putting so many words in this game. He's got a, a mild femoral, fem, femoral <laughs> head trauma Fracture concussion. He's got a fracture in his leg. How about that? That they thought was a hip, and so they said six weeks, so basically we'll see him in seven years. Now, if I said to you, now here's the big news. This is late breaking, late add to the hot five, and it jumps all the way to number one. Um, if I said to you, where where would be the weirdest place for Jacob deGrom to sign? Well, this isn't it because this has been rumored for... Oh, it has? Yeah. Okay. That, that if, I think this is a weird one. You're going to be like, wait, what? It would be weird if he signed with the Royals. It would be weird if he signed with, you know, the, the Marlins. The, it is a team that I've always thought has never had pitching and always needed it. Jacob DeGrom has just signed a five-year deal to go to the Texas Rangers. $185 million per year. That's not great for the Mariners that he's coming to the AL West, although he'll probably be hurt the whole time. Well, he's now the third highest paid 
per year player in Major League Baseball, and he hasn't made 20 starts in a season since I think 2018, maybe 2019. Yeah. So, yeah. and he's 34. He's great soon to be 35. I mean, but he can't stay healthy. I can't fault you. Can't they? They gave him 185 mil. So you can't fault them for for taking that money, and you certainly can't fault the Mets for not wanting to give a 34 year old injury prone guy 37 million dollars for a year for five years. You can't. I mean, honestly, that's that's an irresponsible contract. That being said, I wish the Mets would have given it to him because I love him. But you know, what are you going to do? Mariners make a trade. They send Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro to the Brewers for second baseman Colton Wong. Not quite the Degrom signing, but you know. Well, I love that the Mariners now have a guy named Wong, the Wonger. So he is due ten million dollars next season. Very manageable contract. Well, and they needed a second baseman. They said that going into the offseason. Uh lose Winkers, you gotta figure out something to do in your outfield. But you know, this was priority and you know, that's this is an upgraded second base. By the way, DeGrom, last year eleven starts, year before fifteen, year before twelve. Wow. And you gave him a hundred and eighty five million in guaranteed dollars. All right. We'll set your DVR. Joey Harrington will join us. That's coming up, 516 on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, they just kicked off finally. 521 USC Utah. By the way, real quick on the uh, DeGrom tip one more time. The Rangers have added DeGrom, Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, Bruce Bochy in the last 12 months. It's not bad. It's not bad going all in. Forgot about Bochy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how they do. Caleb Williams scrambling for a first down. He is a lot of fun to watch. There's a lot of fans there. I would looks, hope so. It looks good. Well, well I mean, but you know, I mean, the, it's, it's the Pac-12. But it's an easy commute for both schools. Boy, the, the, them moving that game to the Pac or to the to Vegas and Vegas having a real stadium now. Yeah, that changes everything. If I was in Salt Lake or in Los Angeles, right, and and you got December and you're like, hey, you want to go see the Pac-12 title game in Vegas? Yeah, I'll go spend a weekend in Vegas. And how cool is it? It's on a Friday. Ditch work on Friday, and then you hang out there Saturday, Sunday, come home. Yeah, I mean, it used to be like before the Allegiant Alliance Stadium. Allegiant, Allegiant, Allegiant Stadium was there. I mean, remember they tried playing it at at the Levi's. Uh, 
Well, but they tried playing it at the home. home. That was oh, the, Oregon that was the hosted the first one, right? right? Yeah, they they hosted UCLA, I think. Yeah. And yeah. that was kind of weird because it didn't seem as big time. Yeah. But and I'll then tell you they what, went, though, that's better than the neutral site they did. The the first right, neutral Levi's. site was horrible. Well, that's what I mean. They go to San Francisco. They could probably go to Arizona and play in Phoenix. Yeah. But you get these Vegas sterile environments. Vegas is just perfect. absolutely perfect. And I'm hoping, too, now with, with you got Vegas and you got SoFi in L.A., I'm, I'm eventually, and it, it's starting to happen, but you will get a lot of neutral site games at the beginning of the year, like they have them when they have them in Atlanta and whatnot and at Jerry's World. We're going to start getting a lot of these big-time neutral site games out on the West Coast, which is kick-ass. Those two venues need to be like a Pac-12 stronghold for non-conference games. The same, Like you said, the same way that Atlanta and yeah. Jerry's World are. All right, so um, a couple of other games tonight. Buffalo, Akron, and North Texas, Texas San Antonio. Catch the fever. Uh, tomorrow, 9 a.m., you will get what I think may be the best game of the day. Number, Kansas State. Number 10. Sneaky number 10, Kansas yeah, State. They really are sneaky. They're pretty damn good. Yes. That coach is good. Uh, they're playing TCU for the second time. This is the Big 12 Championship. They're playing this in Dallas. Um, it'll be on ABC at uh, 9. The first time Kansas State was up big on TCU, but the Horn Frogs came back and won that game. So this will be a good one. I, I actually think Kansas State might win this. And the reason I say that is because of all of these playoff games or um, championship games Kansas State is the best underdog and TCU is the weakest favorite yes I think, I think that is a very safe like this is uh, right a safe assumption this is right for the Wildcats to yeah. win this game and, and it would bum me out because TCU has had such a special year and I want them to get a crack at this and I, I still think that even if they lose I don't know why they're not going to be considered but there's this idea that and I think it's a pretty strong one for most people that if they lose, they're out. Whereas like Michigan and um, Michigan and sorry, I was distracted there. Michigan and uh, yeah, that's the GM's boyfriend. Why can't I think of Georgia? It doesn't matter what he they did. He did a pressed ham up against our window. Yeah, but TCU being undefeated, we don't give them we don't give them that same kind of respect. So uh, for the sake of the Horn Frogs and some new blood, I'm a big TCU fan this weekend. I, I hope they they pull it out. I'm looking at the. Box score. Yeah, it was twenty-eight to ten. Kansas State led TCU, and they lost thirty-eight twenty-eight. Yeah, I, I, I really have a belief in TCU. One, I think they're a pretty balanced team. There's NFL guys on both sides of that roster, and I just, I kind of trust them. Right? They just, they. Well, been, I don't know how you could. They've been through the fire. They just, they pull it out every time. Yes. Baylor should have had them ten times over. Yep. Kansas had, them. but they didn't. And they didn't. And, and it just kind of feels like it's one of those special seasons. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'd like to see them get a crack at, um, well, at this point, it would be Michigan because they'd be the three and Michigan would be the two. Yeah. By the way, don't don't underestimate the fact that if if, T, if if USC looks good in this, it wouldn't shock me if they jumped USC over TCU. And then TCU gets a crack at Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't shock I'd me. I'd like to see that, too. Wouldn't shock me one They deserve bit. it. LSU-Georgia will be at one on CBS. This is in Atlanta, georgia Getting to play in their own backyard. That lost some steam after LSU got shillelied by AM. How does that happen? I don't know, Explain man. Explain that to me. Texas A&M sucks. Texas A&M sucks. They stink. The season is over for them. LSU is a two-loss team, is on the doorsteps of the college football playoff, knowing that if they beat Georgia, they're in. And then you go and lay that egg. And it wasn't like it was, oh, just a, a play or two. I mean, you got rolled. I, 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 I just I don't get it. That is one of the more mysterious mysterious games that you're going to find all year. And so we'll see if LSU has anything to offer 
uh, Georgia. Because we've seen Georgia at times play down to competition, and we've seen LSU look really good at times. So this may end up being a better game than, than anyone is thinking. Plus, if you're Georgia, are you really up for this, knowing that it really doesn't matter what you do? 7 nothing USC, by the way. Uh, that Fres- offense is good. Fresno State, Boise State, Mountain West, title 1 on Fox, 1 o'clock. Uh, Central Florida, Tulane, 1 o'clock ABC. Nothing there. I'm just trying to think. I if, think that matters. Are they still doing the, the – if yeah, because if Tulane moves up, they'll yeah. get a New Year's 6 if they're in the top 16. Is that that's still a thing, well, right? Central Florida is ranked 22nd, and Tulane is ranked 18th. Yeah. So whoever wins this game, if they jump into the top 16, could get a New Year's 6 ball. Yes. So that game does. And to be fair, I have not seen one lick of – uh, Tulane this year. So I'm. You You've know, seen Central Florida though. I have seen Central Florida, <laughs> believe it or not. Gus Miles on. <laughs> I I will I will uh, I'll tune into that. I'll keep a I'll keep an eye. I don't think you will. One o'clock. All I got is LSU Georgia. I'll keep an eye on that. I'll flip over and watch some Tulane football. What else am I doing? Uh, Clemson North Carolina is the ACC championship. Now they're going to play this in Charlotte. That'll be at five on ABC. And then uh, also at 5 on Fox is in Indianapolis, Michigan-Purdue Big Ten Championship. 17, 70 after point spread there. Uh, Michigan without their best player. Um, he's having knee surgery, uh, quorum the, the back. So on the plus side, that uh, Edwards, the kid that, that ran the big touchdown against Ohio State, he is a five-star back and was the number one running back recruit in the country. So isn't that nice when you lose your Heisman Trophy running back and then you just turn around and hand it to, oh, I don't know, a five-star recruit? Yeah, that's those two games are going to be, you know, it's like, like you like to say, keep an eye on, and then if they're good, we'll watch them. Sure, but if it's not, yeah. out. My big, my big one is tonight, and then that uh, Kansas State to TCU, and then after that, to be honest with you, if you're trying to put some uh, credits in the bank, do something with the misses. I don't think there's must watch TV after that nine o'clock. But you know, some of these are going to be good, sure, and you just don't know which ones, you know. No. You never know, man. But again, with the, the, Ge- I, the Georgia-Michigan takes some of the sting out of it because, like I said, I don't think it matters. Well, I was reading that uh, – was that Chris – who's the guy for ESPN, the producer guy? Chris Felica. Felica, Chris yeah, that the guy. Bear Felica. The Bear. He's moving to Fox, by the way. Got a big fat contract with Fox. It's all about gambling, man. So he was saying that before last season, the underdog – in the championship games, mm-hmm. had lost eighteen of twenty. In other words, <laughs> we, we, these we, have we been blowouts. We get shocked. They've been blowouts. Yeah. yeah. Well, and if you look at the spreads, right? Some of these are not blowout spreads. Yeah, I mean they're they're razor thin. The, the The closest one is Kansas State TCU, right? Well, the other thing is, as we've noted for a, a lot a long time, and some of these conferences are now changing, but it hasn't always been the best matchups. So they would be blowouts because, like in the Big Ten, you've got a crappy team representing half the conference. Yeah, yeah. if if the Big Ten were doing like what the Pac-12 or, or any of these other some of these other conferences are doing, like the Big uh, Big Twelve, we would be having a rematch right now between Ohio State and Michigan. And I know that some people don't like that because then it takes the allure out of Michigan and Ohio State. But but you get a better game. Wouldn't I, wouldn't you rather see that rematch than? Purdue versus Michigan. Do you think Matt Painter can coach the football team tomorrow? <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah. Would that be better? They're good. Their basketball team's good. That would be interesting. They've got that big freaky kid with the one eyebrow. He's like 7'1 and can't really move. 
What if you just played him at tight end and you just you like run him down the seam and then you just you, you throw it up to him every time? You see Washington State started using one of their D linemen on the basketball court last night? 6'11", 325 dude from the football team was uh, was playing against the Ducks on the hoop Let's court. go. Yeah, they got blown out, by the way. By yeah, what the was the score there? A lot to a little. Yeah. I was listening to my favorite radio show, Recruiting with Andrew Nemec last yeah. night, driving home. He was about ready to address the Dante Moore situation at Oregon because he's dialed into recruiting. And the damn Ducks basketball game came on. Apparently there was a miscommunication. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Nemec thought he had a show. I assumed he did, too. He did not. So Andrew Nemec showed up for his show without knowing he had no show. Yes. And so he started a show, <laughs> and then but it tur- then was kicked yeah. off of the show. I didn't know, like, when we go to Ducks basketball games, I guess that is, like, it takes over the board, and yeah. you know, it just... It, it's automatic. So yeah. that's what happened is, like, there's, like, a little automatic firing pin that happens, and, like, it just <laughs> took it away from me, and but it took it away that, from Nemec. I don't know. Well, Buck, you heard it. Suki Main maybe didn't. I but did not. When he was talking, it was like, if you're a Duck fan and you're wanting to know what's going on with Dante Moore, it was literally like this. Okay, so, hey, welcome to uh, Recruiting Stan Um If you want to know the long and the short of what's going on with Dante Moore to Oregon, the short is, and there's a foul by Johnny <laughs> Tutone, who is... Uh, welcome into Matthew Dot yeah, Arena. Yeah. Start a Pac-12 play, everybody. And you're like, ah! <laughs> ah! It's happening. Well, I blame... I blame Merritt Paulson. Oh, there you go. For Everyone's that. blaming him. Yeah, I blame Merritt Paulson. By the way, uh, someone just said that Justice Winslow tweeted out, you want to make a baby tonight? And I do not. So Thank you. Me neither. But I mean, then, I do, but not with him. But then I, I, I went on to Twitter, and I just put in Justice Winslow's name, and this is the first tweet that came up. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> what? what? Hmm. Is that him? I, I, I'm assuming that's not him, but... <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, let's get out of here. <laughs> what? Boy, just be be uh, warned. Or if, you know, just... Or don't. Or don't. Search Justice Winslow's name and, and see what the, the top tweet that pops up. All right, Joey Harrington wraps up the game that never was the Civil War, but it was the Civil War, but isn't anymore. Next, here's Buck. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, Football Fridays with Joey Harrington, and unfortunately we, we recap a pretty, uh, well, I don't know, how would you describe what we're about to recap? Garbage. Well, it was a good game. It just didn't, hot, just, hot garbage. Just hot didn't garbage. go the way you wanted. Where did it all go wrong? Break it down. Where did it all go wrong? Well, <laughs> I, God, you want to know where it honestly went wrong? Yes, because I thought it was—I thought it was over. And so uh, the Portland Pilots were playing in the men's soccer playoff that night, and we're going to go to that game after the Oregon State game. And they were up thirty-one to ten, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll just uh, in like a commercial break, I'll just." start to get ready and I changed my clothes and I took off my duck shirt mm. you can't do that so it's your fault you jinxed it you can't. so it's my fault I did that's a hundred you know the best part is there is someone out there right now that 100% <laughs> believes that they like, I'm gonna get tweeted yeah I'm yeah. gonna get like like <laughs> I can't say that on air but I, I'm gonna have some uh, harsh words uh, directed my way. I yeah. I have a buddy of mine that I grew up with, and his dad is a big Buffalo Bills fan. And like I, I I thought he was kidding all those years, but the more I got to know him, he's not. Like he he believes in that sort of stuff. Like if you're on the couch watching the Bills game and and the Bills start doing well, you can't leave the couch. It's like what's that uh, Silver Linings playbook with like Robert De Niro? It's that. It's it's pretty creepy that a grown successful man truly feels that what he's doing on his couch in the state of Washington has some sort of impact on the <laughs> Buffalo Bills, and he believes it 100%. Well, dang it, guys. <laughs> Old Pete back in Washington <laughs> is sitting on his couch, so we have to start playing well again. That's I mean, right. God, I mean, like, I, I, it's, it's a bit asinine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, did, I did change my shirt, so it's my fault. Uh, what really happened? Um, the Beavers decided to shove the ball down the Ducks' throat, and they didn't stop it. Yeah. I mean, you, you can you can find singular plays. Is it a dropped punt snap? Is it um, you know a bad play call? Is it a you know bad decision to you know getting too cute with your play calls? Is it a decision to go for it on fourth down? Is it single play? Single play? Sure, yes. But no, I mean the, the the overarching fact is when they were down thirty-one to ten, Oregon State decided to simply cram the ball down Oregon's throat, and they couldn't stop them. Now, sure, you can say, yeah, well, they get a first down off that fourth down, and the game's over, or they don't give them the short field, you know, turning the ball over and, and give them six points, and the and the game's over. yeah, sure. But if you're going to look at like one overarching theme from that it's it's Oregon State was more physical they pushed they, they decided they weren't going to take it anymore and they pushed Oregon around and they didn't do anything about it I don't know if I've ever seen a team come back from 21 down and not attempt to pass like I'm being dead serious I've been watching football for 30 years I and there might be one and I'm you know you just you don't remember it but off the top of my head down 21 our army navy maybe <laughs> i guess like someone someone on twitter said that you someone know, said like, they, they they armied us and i'm like but normally yeah. when, when you're a team like that if you're air force army 
I mean, I played those service academies at BYU, and if you got up by three scores, the game was over. Because if you can't throw yeah. the ball, and by the way, you did it in a quarter and four minutes. I, I, I just to this day, it it will go down to me as one of the more puzzling comebacks I've I've ever seen. Puzzling, like I, I don't know that there's anything really puzzling about it. Well, it's puzzling. They shoved it down their throat, <laughs> and I guess like, that's the, that's the puzzle. Puzzling. Like, like how can you not? It just it it baffles me with big physical linebackers that you just don't nine guys at the line of scrimmage, and I would leave a receiver uncovered and just dare you. Look, I'm just not going to cover one of you, and I'm going to dare you to throw. Do something other than run the ball between the tackles. I double dog dare you. <laughs> In a slight breach of etiquette, Soup <laughs> skipped yes. the double dog and went straight to the double dog. There, I mean, I, mean I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, what else do you want to talk about? About I mean, it, it's. Do you think that? Do you think it's? Um, so when you get up thirty-one ten, I don't know if you've been a part of games like this, but do you think part of it is that they just thought it was over, much like you did, and changed their shirt? Much like you did, <laughs> potentially, because be yeah. I mean, I it's so tough to turn it back on. Yeah, right. That's yep. that's the thing. Like be, people always talk about, like you take your foot off the gas, and all of a sudden, like you you, you can't just you can't just switch the ignition. You, know, you turn the car off, you, and you can't just switch it back on. Um, without being on that sideline, without being in that locker room, without truly understanding, it's tough to sit and say, this is, you know, this is what happened or, or this is why the engine got switched off. But yeah, I mean, they, they just went flat. They went flat. They, they, uh, like, like Suk likes to say, the, he got punched in the mouth. They had a plan until they got punched in the mouth. And and then that plan just kind of, disappeared and even though that plan was working earlier in the game once they got punched in the mouth they decided they didn't want to punch back there i always call it the and i've said this a bunch i whether you call it loosening the tape or you loosen the shoulder pads one of the hardest things to do is once you loosen the tape once you loosen the shoulder pads to have to buckle it back down it is one of the hardest things in all of sports once you turn the switch off to try to get it back on and I don't care at what level, uh, it is, you see it all the time. And so don't, uh, anyone ever says, you know, momentum isn't a real thing, BS. BS. And that, yeah. once that thing starts rolling downhill, it is really, really hard. And I, I give you credit know, to Oregon me, State for not quitting. That. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, let, let's not, let's not, let's not, uh, I should say, let's make sure the, the true topic of, of, what we're talking about right now is Oregon State earned that. Yep. Oregon State won. Yep. Period. Done. Like th- there's there's no dancing. It wasn't like the mistake that that Oregon made. No, Oregon State beat them. Yep. You you admit that and you and you and you move on. Here's a question though. You talked about momentum and momentum being a called a non tangible thing, yeah. right? I start. I was having this discussion or, or this thought about analytics, right? And that's something that's kind of outside the field of play, right? It's not smashing your head into somebody and it, it's this computer generated or this, this mathematically generated number over here that says you should go for it, you shouldn't go for it. Do you think analytics has gone too far? And I, and I think of like the fourth down 
you know, the, the decision to go forward on fourth down. Like, at a certain point, I would think that a coach, and, and I don't know how much analytics, you know, played into some of these decisions, um, but at a certain point, I would say that a, a coach says, you know what, I know that this, this mathematical equation says that I should go for it because 46% of the time on third and or fourth and two with the wind blowing in this direction, when you're in the Northern hemisphere, like you're going to get it. But I just want to, I just think it's smarter to punt. Right. I, I, I'm curious to, to, to find out if this pendulum has swung too far in the opposite direction. I, I always have this one. I say in this day and age, if you ignore analytics, you're a dinosaur and you're doing yourself a disservice. But I also say True. that if you are a slave to analytics and all you do is go by what the numbers say, then you are trying to outthink the room and you're not doing your job. There has to be a marriage of those two things because you're right. Analytics cannot take into account weather. It can't take into account momentum. It can't take into account a bum ankle. It can't take into account a, my, I don't trust my defense or I have an elite defense. And I feel like if I, if I give up a, 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 a turnover on downs, my defense will bow their back. All of the, this is not an analytics thing. That has to be something that is, it's, 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 it's a marriage between the two. And if you're not marriaging those two things in today's modern football or really any sport, I, I just think you're you're behind the times, right? And, and and I think of that fourth down decision, and it's easy to sit here and say, yeah. "Well, you know, this is what he should have done." But you truly hadn't given Oregon State a say a long field to to drive in the entire second half. And yes, your defense hadn't stopped him. And the thought process is, if I just get this first down, then you know we can ice this game out. But if you just punt and make him go seventy eight yards instead of 38 yards um you know maybe you actually force him to throw the football right i mean that's i i, I don't know i don't know I, I i'm curious to see how that starts to play out with how much it's become a factor in the in the last couple of years i'm curious to see if, if the pendulum starts to even back out so the um the two fourth and ones that are most controversial one was in the washington game and one was in the oregon state game the analytics on those two fourth and one calls, which, by the way, Oregon got neither, uh, the analytics were the numbers clearly said go for it in the Washington one. The Oregon State one that you're talking about, that one was an absolute 100% toss-up. Now, I think the question is, is Dan Lanning, like, I don't think Dan Lanning or Kenny Dillingham have those numbers in the moment. Right or do they? I don't know. I don't think they do. I would, I would assume. I would assume they do. You I would think assume they do? That, that, that somebody does. Somebody up there. That's their job. Yeah. Okay. Right? You you okay. have you have guys that now is is Dan Lanning you know sitting there with a you know a spreadsheet and you know all right it's third and six this is me you know no but there are people that when asked or it is their job to say hey coach uh you know we're 50 percent here or, you know hey it's 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 a 60 40 go or it's, okay. you, know, the, you have those guys and I, I you know that you have to assume that those guys are going to be on on roster or in the box okay well that's good um, to because, know if that if yeah, that's if yeah. that's the thing then that one it, looking it up, it was fifty fifty. Somebody said, you know, if Dan, if I don't know how, we haven't talked to him this week. The next time we talk to him, I really want to dig into this, like how they go about making those decisions. 
um, if somebody is on the headset and that's their job and he says, hey, guys, this one's 50-50, well, at that point, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, Dan Lanning is known to be aggressive and he stayed aggressive. Yeah. I actually agree with him because I think that with an offensive line and a run game like theirs and a porous defense, I feel like that, especially when you only need a yard, I think that's always the way to go. I, I think the consistency of it is what I like. What I don't like is cherry picking. It's like, well, yeah. this one, uh, we weren't very aggressive, but this one we are. Well, what is he? The, the reality is he has proven that he is aggressive. Your question yeah. is, is does he need to dial that back a little bit? I think I no, think I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say necessarily dial it back, but you know, I, I think that there's awareness of situation. Yeah. Right? You know, I, I, I don't I don't and, and maybe I'm trying to have you know, have my cake and eat it too, but and, and I don't and I don't necessarily disagree with you. I like his aggressive nature. I, I, I love our offensive line. I think the, the, the having Alex Forsythe come back was the key to the first 31 points of that game. Yep. Um, but I think sometimes as a head coach, and this is something you figure out the more mm-hmm. experience you get, sometimes you have to be able to keep yourself in check. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes you have to be able to have, you have, to have somebody to, to save you from yourself. Right? Well, he has to said be able that. To say, yeah, yeah, and he. I, I think mean, that, he's going to look uh, at it. Yeah, and, and that's and I and I wouldn't expect to, uh, I'd expect him to, and I would hope that he would, right? And by no means, this is the thing that that gets me too is like the immediate and intense criticism that comes from this, and the throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? You know, I mentality like ah, get him, you know, fire him all, or it's all the players' faults, or it's all the coaches' faults, or they like people make mistakes man like <laughs> and he's going to learn from these mistakes and he's going to yeah. figure it out and he's going to um, you know evolve as a coach and and you know decide who he wants to be and how he wants to handle those situations in the future but like you said i love the fact that he's starting from a place of being aggressive yeah i, I don't know i i guess it's hard because we always hear from the fan side of it which doesn't really matter I just hope no. I hope that he doesn't sort of get less aggressive and go against his own inclinations because of criticism. Because is it really a mistake if you don't get a fourth and one? Is that a mistake or is that, I mean, it just didn't work out. It's not going to work every single time. I like that he's consistent with it, and I'm just really fascinated to see if he will, if he is going to sort of Yeah, if it evolves change. a little bit. And evolve is fine. Um, and maybe he mm-hmm. does ultimately think in the end, you know, maybe I need to th- rethink a couple of these decisions or be a little bit, you know, I don't know, um, discerning. Let's say more pragmatic about it or more, yeah, discerning. But that's yeah, not that's him. Really- I, I don't want that to be, the only thing I want is it, it I, I don't want that to be pressure. It's like, oh, I should punt here because everybody's going to be critical. It's got to be him. Yeah, and, I, and, and I'll live no, with his exactly. decision. And, Exactly, and I, and I think there's a difference between everybody screaming and him caving to pressure and him learning as a first-year head yeah. coach and deciding what type of head coach he wants to be. Right. Right? There, you learn from those, and, and let's not use the word mistake, but you learn from those, opportun- those, those moments of disappointment. Right. Right? And I tried this. I stuck to what I, you know, what, what I thought was the right thing to do, and I'm going to be aggressive all times, and that's the and. Yeah, it didn't work out. Okay, cool. So when are the times that in the future I'd like to be aggressive? And when, you know, when can I, um, 
you know, risk reward? When can I, when can I, you know, push the envelope a little bit? I mean, I think there's one thing and it's, you know, kind of how I approached and and potentially how I, you know, how I, I don't want to say lost direction in my career, but I was so focused on this is the way that I do it. This is the way that I'm going to come at it and I'm going to keep chopping wood and keep chopping wood and keep chopping wood and keep chopping wood. And, you know, by the time I realized, like, I, you know, the, that tree is petrified and, I, and I'm not getting anywhere, right? And now everybody's gone. Um, there's something to be said about being consistent and sticking true to who you are, but also something to be said for being flexible and saying, you know what, I'm open to other ideas and maybe I can adjust this a little bit while not changing who I am at the core. See, I'm, I'm with Joey a little bit in that all gas, no brake is, is really cool, but sometimes you go into a curve and it's nice to have a little bit of brake. All right, let's 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 get a little more with Joey in. Coming up next, we'll look at the program moving forward. Uh, Joey Harrington here, Football Fridays on the Fan, brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. All right, we're back with uh, Joey Harrington. The uh, game with no name is over. The Ducks blew it. The Beavers won it. Um, the Ducks, so again, we hear from fans, and so uh, oftentimes we have to be, you know, um, I think the voice of reason sometimes. And, you know, it's it's hard when you lose, when you have what seems to be a pretty damn good season going and you lose to both of your rivals in pretty controversial yeah, ways. That sucks. Yeah, it's it yeah, sucks. sucks. Kind of on one play. Let's not get our, like, we don't need it to be around that bush. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. So I think what fans, uh, what we've heard is there's a tendency to sort of overreact to that. And is there a bigger problem? And oh man, this coach is only one year, and is he really the the real deal? You know, I don't know what my. It's a general question. What what is your biggest reservation, if you have any, about the program moving forward? Hmm, that's an interesting question. Um, and, and, and I think one that I'll answer by saying um, I don't truly have a clear answer because I don't know that we anybody really understands what college football is going to be in five years from now, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you'd have asked, if you'd asked me that question 15 years ago, right? I would be able to give you a clear answer based on what I knew college football to be, what I knew our program to be, and the direction that I believe that it should go. College football as we know it is completely gone, right? It, it, it's out. It's done. We've talked about this before. Transfer portals, NILs. I mean, call, call it what you want. I mean, it's NIL. It's, it's just kids getting – I mean, players getting paid. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how to ask the, ask the specific wording of that question again. Uh, what did I ask? I said, what reservations do you have about the program, if any, moving forward? Right. So I don't know, you know, because what – 15 years ago would have been viewed as, oh, I don't know that they should approach it this way. Now is, well, they might have to approach it this way because every year you're going out and looking for free agents in the transfer portal. Yeah. Every year you're finding somebody to pay, you know, is it, are you going to pay, you know, uh, DJ Uyunglele uh, from Clemson to come out because you get his brother. Like, the, just the way that college football has evolved. I don't think we've seen the 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 finality 
of the evolution of college football, right? And until we get to that point, I think we're all kind of living in this kind of up-in-the-air world of how do we want to exist in this kind of free-flowing space. What we have right now at Oregon is a brand name with a call it a, 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 a history of family and of connection with a, a good donor base that whether it's the, you know, whether it's Phil, Phil Knight or whether it's the, um, you know, the, what is it? Ducks rising or no, 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 the, the flock. I don't even know what it's called though. The NIL collective and, you know, creativity of Tinker Hatfield and NFTs. It's and like Market and, Street like or something. Have, yeah, 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 Division Street. Division, Division Street. Street. Um, but, but we're not overtly walking over and publicizing that we're paying a, a, a quarterback $750,000 and here's your, you know, here's your apartment for your family. Like, we're living kind of somewhere in the middle right now. Is that, that that's kind of my we haven't said we're not doing this and we haven't walked out and said here's a checkbook you know for this kid and this kid and here's your money like we're 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 kind of feeling it out as we go yeah it's a weird and we're doing that and it, it it really is and so to pass judgment or to say this is my reservation or this is my fear or this is my criticism when I don't really know what the end result is is going to like what what the landscape of college football is going to look like. I don't know that it's really, I, I don't know that that's, that's realistic. It's hard right to now. do. Like, let so, me, let me throw something at yeah. you though. Cause you were the one warning and perhaps rightly so now in hindsight about, you know, when the, it was, I think it was the firing of Helfrich or the moving on of right. Helfrich. You were saying, Hey, you know, this is, we're a little different here. You know, you can't be chasing your tail with the coach, you know, every other year. Well, I don't know how many years we are removed from that, but you're now at one, two, three head coaches, and I just we were just talking a little bit earlier about the offensive coordinators. This new offensive coordinator will be the seventh offensive coordinator in nine years. So you, right. so I guess to your point, is that okay in today's college football? Is that maybe just the way it is in today's college football, or that could be a problem? Uh, I, I just I feel like well, they and, need stability. And, and, and that and that really is kind of my point. Yeah. Fifteen years ago, I would have said no way. Like that is literally the 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 recipe for death. That is literally the recipe for becoming Nebraska, for becoming Michigan. You know, until Jim Harbaugh came in. But like literally, from going from the top of the heap or from the top of the hill to the bottom of the heap, and twenty to thirty years of an, of, of of anonymity. Like those, that, that's what happened to all those, the Penn States, the, the Nebraska's, the Tennessee's, the Michigan's. That's literally what happened to all those teams. But that was in an environment where things were static, where things were consistent, were stable. Now we're living in this world that's, that's bordering on like NFL free agency. Right, we're 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 one year the Pittsburgh Steelers can be in the playoffs, and the next year they got the second pick of the draft. Right, you know the, any, the whole any given Sunday thing, and and that happens for for a reason, and that reason is because of that that freedom of players to move and change and and find different spots, and 
that's kind of what we're moving towards in college football. Um, and so I don't, I, 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 at a, at a baseline level, my gut says, yeah, that's not good, but that might be necessary in what college football is becoming. Think about it. The top three teams in the Pac-12 are, you know, three of the top four. You throw Utah in there, but UW, Oregon, USC, where are they without transfer quarterbacks? Look at the seasons that they all had or were on the doorsteps of having at Oregon. And if you don't go get each one of those quarterbacks, your seasons look a hell of a lot different if you're those three football teams. And and the question is, if you don't go get those football, those quarterbacks, who's going somebody else is going to yep. right it's not like it's not like you know okay well you just do the best with that you got and and you and you earn it and you, you figure it out somebody else goes and gets those guys and so if those are going to be if that's going to be the rules of the game then the way you approach the game is going to need to is going to need to change um so as they stand right now i i I'm pretty good with where they are in terms of not being at the forefront of just writing checks to 14 year old kids, but also not sitting back and letting, Mm -hmm. letting the shit pass you by. They're, they're participants, they're active participants, but um, they're still kind of a, uh, let's see how this thing, you know? Yeah. Well, and you have a young coach, you have a young coach who who gets it, um, who is, you know, it'd be hard to have a, I'm trying to think of an old, well, I mean, some old coaches are getting run out of college football because they don't want to play this game. Dan Lanning is not one of those guys. He's coming in. This is all he knows as a head coach. Chris Peterson stepped aside, who was one of the better coaches in football. Chris Peterson basically stepped down because of this. He didn't want to do it. Yeah, Shaw just left. So, yeah, so so you're right. It's like um, at least you got a young guy who this is, you know, he knows the landscape. Well, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Um, Man, you going to watch Team USA in the morning? Heck, yeah. Yeah. I love we that. are we are a soccer family. I know you are. I mean, kids we, love it. We are. It is. It's goalkeeper central over here. Like this is, this is Team USA headquarters. So, um, yeah, it's, fantastic. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a big thing in the Harrington household. Well, enjoy it and uh, have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you next week. All right. See you guys. Joey Harrington each Friday on our show brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. What are the best U.S. airlines? Next in the club on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.